0: and welcome to tweets ahead an irish podcast that's uh it's all about talking tweets twitter and the ridiculousness of the twitterverse uh this week I'm once again joined by cormac and sean Um, Sean, how are you this week? Um, Are you going to eat a giant bag of popcorn during this podcast or
1: um, are you going to be a normal person? Um, Well, I I have a big bag of Kyo's Bigger Bite Popcorn. You're not going to get sponsorship from them, Sean. Um, I know, but it's just important to mention that I have it here and a bag of of Kyo's uh, Crinkle Cut Crisps Salt and Vinegar. Um, They're beside me. I may not eat them because of the sound problems last week but i might try to quietly snag one or two while we're talking cool and you're hoping
0: to snag a sponsorship deal as well i assume
1: uh, no i just want you know it's a podcast but, you know generally people have sponsors i just want them to realize how good we are at you know seamlessly putting things you know mentioning yeah things that we're doing what kind of crisps were they again, Sean? Uh, Kyo's. Kyo's, crinkle, cut, lovely, grow, 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 with love crisps. Mm. Send us free stuff. Uh, thanks, Sean. Uh, Cormac,
0: how are we doing this week?
2: Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm, I'm not actually currently eating any sort of crisps, but I do have a bag of meanies in the press, which I intend to eat later. The ultimate crisp, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody from meanies or sorry, no, it's actually Tato, I think, uh, the do meanies. Did Tato make meanies? Did well, the, Mr. Tato, me. Mr. Tato, Mr. Tato is on the front of this packet of meanies that I have.
0: What? Yeah.
2: So maybe it was an aggressive takeover. I
3: know
1: that Tato make King crisps. That's okay. kind of funny, yeah, because it's like it's specifically targeted towards pubs. So yeah, under a lot of brands that do have a lot of different crisps.
0: Yeah, and growing um, up, I also King's is like a competitor of Tado or something. Yeah, it's like. not. It's
1: just that's that's the brand that's, uh, that's on sale in pubs. Yeah, that, I that, thought that was that word you
2: keep mentioning, Sean. Pub. What? What? What is that? I vaguely
1: remember. Um, I'd say about, uh, about an eon ago, um, Irish men around our age used to visit this house, and it was it was called a, a pub. Okay. Um, and they used to drink something called pints.
0: Uh, <laughs> I've heard about pints. It's apparently it's like you know we have bottles and cans of beer, but you'd yeah. you'd put it just into a big glass.
1: It's like it's like beer on tap. It's like a pot can. Yeah. Tap tap like your kitchen sink. Yeah, like your uh, and you pull mm-hmm. it and alcohol comes out. What a magical sink that is. <sighs> yeah, that'd be great if they were reals, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're your washing up would be terrible, but I mean. I'd, I'd take that sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, let's uh, take a look at Irish Twitter this this week. <clears throat> so, Sean, uh, Irish Twitter this week. Uh, what has been grabbing your attention?
1: Um. Well, first of all. Um, I saw that Brezzy had something up about the I didn't know what TWIP was TWIP uh, hashtag TWIP tea. TWIP
0: is the noise Spider-Man's web shooters make twip. Around
1: the city. Yeah, but I clicked on it and I didn't really know that TWIP stood for This Week in Politics. Uh, oh. So that was that was news oh, to me. Oh, I didn't
2: know that either.
1: Yeah, um, but what came up at the start of the week was um, everybody was going mad about the super... The, yeah, they have like superheroes now in, in government. The super junior ministers. <laughs> TWIP TWIP. TWIP uh, They were getting <laughs> a, a pay increase and Pascal Donoghue said that... Um, and this is because his super junior ministers were needed so they're all paid the same because they do the same amount of work um, and you know that completely pointed out the whole fact that he was always against you know teachers nurses and, and public uh, sector workers getting getting paid equal things so there was a bit of hypocrisy so Niall uh, Brezzi as they call him he said the irish people have an absolute right to be pissed off with this pascal can dress up any way he wants um, and then another person was saying how uh, pascal uh, do he was the ultimate troll um, to nurses and, and doctors over this um, but apparently now there was a bit of a change of heart during the week did you follow much on that cormac
2: I I was following it actually quite closely, but it was more so just in in general kind of tweets. I didn't see anything on the TV. I know it got quite heated during the week on TV. Yeah. Over it. Uh, I I suppose my question would be as someone that is actually kind of well enough versed in politics, I don't know what they really do. I know they seem to do the same amount of work, but. Clearly they don't if they're not actually ministers of a department. Now, I'm willing to be corrected on that
0: one. That'd be my question too. I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I make no um, bones about it. But I'm not like as well versed in politics as, as the two of you. But what, what the hell is a super junior minister? Yeah, super junior it sounds minister. like it sounds like they're powered up or something. <laughs> like, do you
2: remember? Do you remember when like James Bond went on two weeks annual leave? Yeah, and James Bond Junior would fill in.
1: Oh, I don't know, Colin. That was that was his <laughs> nephew, Mac. Come
2: yeah.
1: on. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Kind of, I I'd probably put it for was Probably like having the Avengers and then like the Young Avengers. Um, same idea, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, apart from that, anyway, I think the money they were getting, they've decided to share, and because the government received a bit of backlash. Um, over it and especially for like public sector workers like doctors and nurses who are getting paid on different scales um, you know it was it was an ultimate troll and I, I kind of wonder was Pascal Dunahue was he trying to put a spanner in the works because this whole finna fall finna government you know are they trying to like you know make things a bit more controversial for it <laughs> for another election are they going to really work together um, but anyway they the government now, they've all taken a 10% decrease. So that's what came out of that. They're I,
0: still they still have a, still have they're getting a raise though, aren't they? Because the yeah, 10% doesn't...
2: It's a raise upon what the last ministers, I think, would have had. Because it's still a raise upon what the last ministers would have had, even with the 10% cut. Yeah, so they're not,
0: you know, so it's it's a... It's almost like it's 10% cut for publicity purposes.
2: Yeah, like, Sean actually raises a very good kind of point there about the whole what is going on within this uh, triple threat government that we, that we <laughs> have, <laughs> because at the moment, uh, at the very beginning, as you, as you remember, uh, Barry Cowan was the agriculture minister and then he got dropped because of the drink driving ban that he had years ago um, and then there was suggestions that maybe Leo may have gone to Hall Martin that day and said well look you know if you don't get rid of him I'll pull the plug on this because I'm fairly confident after coronavirus that I would win you know an election that seemed to be the general gist of what may have been coming out of or the doll that day? Now nobody confirmed that that actually happened, but it, it seems to be suggest suggested that may have happened. Pascal is very well got from what I know in mm. in political circles. He's after getting a huge job in the European Union, where he will have even more power over what happens financially in 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 the EU. So. I'm beginning to wonder, are the, are the wagons starting to circle on, on Hall Martin already? Yeah. Interestingly, Brezzy later on that week as well had another go with <coughs> Mihal Martin because when uh, Normal People was nominated for a load of Emmys, and I know this links into something that we might talk about later on, uh, Mihal Martin kind of put out like, you know, oh, well done, everybody in Normal People. And Brezzy wasn't too happy because the arts industry and. Acting and yeah. stage has been decimated you know, from the, Since, from the, since lockdown. the
0: pandemic So sure not even doing that now Bresley himself um, does um, private talks for businesses Regarding mental health right. and yeah. stuff He was actually, about, not to say where I work But he was actually uh, where I work uh, last week Doing like a Zoom, a Zoom Q&A Oh, with Prezi. With Prezi, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's done a few businesses. I know he's done with Google and, and a few
2: other places. Uh, he's very good at that. He, he yeah. uh, Years ago, he'd done the cycle against suicide Yeah, uh, around yeah. Right, right the country. And one of the stops here was Dundalk uh, Institute of Technology. So I met him very briefly then for about two minutes. Uh, yeah, he's very well got in that area.
1: Um, sticking with the whole trip, you'd be... Uh, You'd be glad to know that Danny Healy Ray had another spectacular comment this week. He's back. Um, One. Yeah. Uh, A a tweet that comes out that we actually tweeted on under um, from the Independent. Danny Healy Ray says the loss of two hundred and ten jobs in Kerry is akin to bombing of Pearl Harbor.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just don't see Michael Bay doing a movie about it.
1: Yeah, no. I was
0: going to say which which
2: brother was Ben Affleck and which was Josh Affleck. <laughs> yeah,
1: great tweet underneath. A master wordsmith if there ever was one. To be correct, two thousand four hundred three U.S. citizens were killed at Pearl Harbor. Is this inference that two hundred thirty one job losses in Kerry equates to two thousand four hundred three deaths of U.S. citizens? We should make him minister for tourism. I can imagine him being minister of tourism. Actually you think so? Oh, they'd all, be, they'd all be making a profit off it. Yeah, <laughs> the, exactly, the Healy yeah. Way Mafia.
2: Absolutely. Well, clearly Kerry lives matter more than 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 other, than other lives here. If he thinks that's, you know, I've I seen somewhere else. Was it in Kildare or Wexford? There was an awful lot of jobs lost as well. From, yeah. Oh, I can't remember the name of the company, but they, they've also pulled out the... I think we're just going to see a lot more of this. Uh,
0: it's it's why he's so popular. He, Kerry, he's making Kerry the centre of his voters' world, you know, and it's why he, it's why they keep getting back in, and it's why they're so popular. As as you guys have said in previous podcasts, when we've talked about them, it's parish pump politics.
2: It just reminds me of, and this is nothing against people in Kerry. Those two boys just remind me of, you know, Pat Sort and Killing the Scully. It's just, you know. He's the one councillor The one mayor The one publican Like He's he's all of those Three or four things It even reminds me
0: That uh, episode I don't know why I just thought of the episode of The Simpsons Where they go to Australia And um, to you know the, the Australian guys In his house Saying no, I'm going to Complain to my Prime Minister About this And then he shouts Out his window, <laughs> he out his window Hey Mr Prime Minister yeah, I know yeah, yeah
2: Exactly Yeah Yeah. <laughs> I could see him Sitting there In Tralee In like the bay In like one of those swimming rings just swilling a can alright
0: I reckon they'd dig their own potholes just so they can campaign against them
1: yes we do yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. 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 that's the kind of thing you could end up disappearing over. we want to be careful
0: <laughs> we edit
1: this <laughs> yeah. fall into a pothole and you're gone forever yeah it's yeah. covered up the covered up pothole yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah death, death by tarmac yeah. um, the, the last bit in Twip this week on Monday all the all the schools and around the country are already for the government's plan on reopening the schools yeah um, and I think it's fair to say that with the whole Covid thing people are on sort of a spectrum of whether they are really 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 really, really careful and then really 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 not tinfoil hat uh, kind of careful um, but it is for the schools to open we, uh, like a, a, we have to be fine in the balance and I, I did kind of feel sorry for the person who had to put together the plan um, because when it came out in Monday there was a lot of criticism on it. I kind of think, look, it's it's the schools have to open, but it is very hard to like kind of get into the nitty gritty of things. Um, one Twitter user posted up a, a a picture of the classroom, kind of showing how in maybe a sixth or fifth class classroom how hard it would be to maintain distance. Um, also, there was one thing in the. It was like they, they started posting like maps of like classrooms and yeah. where the chairs would go and you could see that like little, floor plan okay. yeah like okay. a floor plan and you could kind of see how some children would our pupils would have to sit like with their legs in between the legs of the tables just to keep distance enough which would be very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah um, then there was also um, kind of performing of hand hygiene so like you know they have to wash their hands within like fifteen in within fifteen minutes. Take their lunch, line up to like maybe one sink and wash their hands. Um, uh, a lot of people had a lot of questions for it. Um,
0: How is one person going to manage doing this for thirty kids?
1: Hmm.
0: Well,
2: isn't this the plan that they also just picked the number out of ten air and decided they're going to try and hire is it a thousand extra teachers?
0: is a very generous term, I think.
2: It, if if they manage. To hire a thousand extra teachers does that necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean that those thousand extra teachers would be like classroom experienced or ready to actually you know go in straight away hit the ground
1: running i don't know i don't know where to pluck that number from or what they were kind of planning with that the, the you only
2: know. the only thing i would kind of be wondering is it is it is it a facilities issue or is it Classroom
1: size issue, or is it both? I, I think. I think it's 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 just every like each school is different. Um, like you, you could imagine a school maybe with a print. You know, like in, remember when I was going to school, like I was in a prefab. So, like, you imagine there's some schools that still use prefabs, which are very small, which could have up to twenty-five to thirty pupils in them. Um, you know, it it, it I suppose the plan like they have to open, but. I suppose the plan is being criticised because of all the creative ways it has of trying to keep that one metre or two metre distance, which, it's, it's you know, it's not going to be completely straightforward.
2: Um, do, do you think this is an attempt, now, putting my devious hat on me here, do, do you think this could be an attempt from the government or department to kind of, uh, not paint the teachers in a, in a bad light as such, but to, to turn around and say, well, oh look, here's here's the plan now it's up to you guys to implement it are, are you guys going to be seen is what they're saying like you know with all teachers are you guys going to be seen as the ones that said said no to this because most members of the public apart from obviously the ones that would have children will probably most of them will probably not look too deeply into this plan other than oh the schools set to reopen mm. there, is, there is a sector of the public and I kind of think hold on a minute every, every other area has Reopened? Why? Like what I'm, what I'm basically getting at is, is this going to turn into? Uh, all the teachers have held things up.
1: Yeah, I hope I hope it doesn't. And I think I, I probably think that most teachers would want to go back. Would definitely want to go back. Is that um,
2: is that what the government are going for? Are they going down the line of well, it's the teachers that are holding holding things up? Yeah,
1: well, I hope I hope they're not.
0: <laughs> public
2: public. Public sympathy and public opinion can shift very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. I was
0: going to say, from what I've seen on Twitter, the general consensus is that um, people are, and, and again, listen, Twitter's a bubble, you know, but people are, are definitely sharpening their pitchf- pitchforks towards the government rather than teachers, and I think that maybe you know, teachers are being put into a, a tight spot with this, which they are. Um, you know, I, I know a few teachers, and I was talking to one during the week. And she said that, um, and she'd be a principal, actually, um, saying that, you know, she knows the school inside out, and she's no real idea as to how to implement the changes that need to be made, realistically, with kids who don't know any better. Mm.
2: Well, I'm working in a workplace at the moment where, like, you know, there's certain corridors are you can't go down and certain stairs you can only go up and other mm. stairs are down and it's not being adhered to. By members of staff now, and that's that's adults, so I can only imagine well, listen, the chaos that's going to ensue yeah. with children in the room.
0: Listen, even in Dundalk, we've got arrows in the streets, and we've got people like Sean here who just don't pay attention to
1: it. <laughs> yeah. you know? There's nobody on the footpath. nobody on the footpath. I walked across the road for
2: it. That's just when he's driving, that's not <laughs> exactly <That's right>. <laughs> when he's driving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, listen, Cormac. Um, in terms of Irish Twitter this week, what have you been looking at?
2: Only one place to start here, Fergal. Oh, here it's, we go. Uh, was it also uh, stupid, on Twitter? Stupid, sexy Richard. Stupid, sexy Richard <laughs> Bruton. Uh, was, was my mind. <laughs> I I woke up the other morning to a tweet from everybody everybody's favourite news uh, newscaster. Mr. Mr. Chambers, your crush, I think,
0: Korma.
2: Well, well, one of maybe. one of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he, you know, kind of basically had a tweet um, going on. Called, God, I didn't expect to see Richard Bruton's abs trending, and I said, "What is this about?" You know. So then I then I followed the Richard Bruton's abs trend, and it was a short kind of two to three minute video of of Mr. Bruton kind of um, talking about you know staycations in, in North County Dublin and part of it was he's going for a swim and a uh, la Daniel Craig in Casino Royale he comes up out of the water and uh, he's got his abs out and this man is 67 and his abs look spectacular oh, I, 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 I can not dream I, of
0: having abs like that
2: so have, have you seen them like they're, they're stunning
0: this, this is something I've been following um, closely this week um, and the reactions have been absolutely bloody brilliant uh, on, on Twitter too. Um, a lot of people saying that, you know, <laughs> 2020 being the strangest year possible, of course this is, you know, the year we find out Richard Bruton's got abs. Um, what I'm excited about is the fact that Sean only found out about this about 15 minutes ago.
1: I, I, was, I actually did see the picture of him Oh up yeah, up, but I didn't realise that was Richard Bruton.
0: You just thought you were just looking at pictures of an an Mm old fellow with abs. Yeah, I just
1: thought thought it it was um,
2: George Clooney or somebody like that. One of those Hollywood heart drops.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. But, you know, I liked (laughs) liked
2: his grey hair. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a couple of people tweeting about it. uh, Like, uh, Gavin Riley, who also works for Virgin Media, he's, like, um, tweeting out, Today at Leaders Questions shock. Why are you letting Richard Bruton Stockpile all the abs <laughs> <laughs> Justine Stafford Had one up And she was going Like Honestly How long do you think Richard Bruton's been Pitching a video idea Where he just gets his abs out
0: That's another one Of your Twitter crushes Man <laughs> Justine Stafford Oh yeah But she's, she's like, great, on like the She's very funny She
2: is on the button yeah, there yeah. Like I wonder Has he been For about two years Going like I think we should do A video where I'm Topless <laughs>
0: <laughs> Waiting for the right moment,
2: <laughs> and, uh, uh, Waterford Whispers tweeted one out, and uh, you know how good Waterford Whispers are. It basically was like twenty-one thoughts everyone had when they saw Richard Bruton's rock-hard abs. You know, I, I, and yeah, like it goes on like this for a while. I had <laughs> um, I had an
0: American colleague. Um, Send me a screenshot of Waterford Whispers during the week, and it kind of really, it really kind of knocked me for six at the time. I was "How do you, how do you possibly know about this?" Uh, until she, you know, until I realised, "Oh yeah, she follows a lot of Irish people. <laughs> like obviously she works with them." But um, it was something to do like, um, uh, oh, I did one up about like Donald Trump's micro penis or something. something oh, nice yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, like the man himself then had come out and had something to say about it. Uh, he was a News Talk FM. They tweeted out. Basically, he just said, look, I never dreamt it would get the traction that it did, you know, and he's completely taken by surprise by, by all of it. But, actually, I think he psychos in to work most days.
0: Well, all I'm saying is, you know, it's, it's, it's Christmas in a few months, yeah. and, you know, calendars are a big part of that, and I think, I think a calendar would go a long way. Yeah. A charity like, uh, calendar for Richard. Minister muscle, uh, one ab per month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Minister um. muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that—that's can I just say that's a super minister. Yeah, right there.
2: Is, yeah. All right, yeah. So not even junior.
1: Not just even super, junior, senior. Yeah. Super. That's actually like kind of links up to that. Are are the yeah. new government just a bunch of superheroes? Yeah, and why? Quite why great. does only one of them have abs? Yeah. What would his identity <laughs> be, would've... Richard Bruton? What would be his, like... What would his identity be? Yeah. I don't know. Captain what? Abs. Captain (laughs) Abs.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because considering he's in the water, he's got to be some sort of water-based
1: superhero.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Captain (laughs) Poseidon. Yeah. Captain Poseidon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Aqua Abs. There we go. Aqua Abs, yeah. yeah. That's that's it. Job job done. Outside of,
2: uh, you know... The minister of Fabs, Eid at Croke Park was was trending. Did anybody get a look at the yesterday? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I have a feeling I know why you got a look at it. Um, I was looking at the event itself. I was actually watching a bit of NRT News now. I think is the channel. And, well, I actually thought it was quite nice. It was really, really interesting to see, and uh, so. Sheikh Dr Umar Al Qadri, he's kind of the head of the the Muslim Council, the chair of the Irish Muslim yeah. Peace Integration Council in Ireland, he he, he tweeted out last night um, we prayed from Irish Mecca to Muslim Mecca, so that was, you know, they were, they were in Croke Park the big cultural spot here in, in Ireland and they were, were honoured to have the chance to to be able to use it you know and. It was fantastic. Krogh Park themselves should probably be applauded because I know in the broadcast a part of it was IKEA in another country had offered a car park to to use, and that's where Dr. Omar Al qadri got the idea to approach Krogh Park, you know, because he felt they needed a a big a, a big venue to use. But but Sean, outside of that, there was unsavory scenes outside of croke park did you did you see any of this
1: no i didn't see that at all what i was watching was one of the muslim leaders on a lighter note yeah one of the muslim yeah. leaders was being taught how to saw that. use a slitter and harley and uh yeah. Yeah, he was practicing picking up the ball and enjoying himself a lot pretty He picked that up real quick.
0: Yeah, he like, did. And I saw but, there was loads of tweets for that too, like yeah. as in like it, it takes people weeks or, or months even to kinda to get yeah. to do that well and he just picked it up real quick. um uh, no, no sorry frame, Cormac, I, I didn't see any of the D stuff either, but I I kinda didn't have a Oh, I, I guess. It, so, it, sometimes you get a bit jet lagged with this stuff, and I, yeah. I, I think I, I just didn't take a close look at it because I would kind of know what I, to expect,
1: you know? Yeah, I kind of tried to look at positive stuff rather than like. Well, so, so, do, so do I, you
2: know. I only looked at, the only positive I will say from what happened outside was I think five or six of them were arrested. Oh, for oh great. Public, public Order Act. But um, yeah, that was actually Dr. Umar al Qadri himself who was using the, the hurley.
0: Oh, I saw some lads. I saw a brilliant tweet earlier some lads made a sign I think maybe for outside that and it was like keep it was like keep Ireland Catholic or something yes and they had and this I'm completely misinformed in this but they had like they had the word in big letters they had the Shania on it
1: <laughs> and I think
0: oh, okay. yeah <laughs>
1: Shania <coughs> Shania
0: yeah like Shania Twain yeah and I saw and a, a great oh, I meant to take note of who, who tweeted it but um, some lad tweeted back to it saying that don't impress me much <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, photo why is Shania?
2: <laughs> well it's supposed to be Sharia law isn't yeah. it oh, that's yeah. what they're protesting against but the
1: lads printed Shania in big writing Um, um yeah I um, just um, this is great. Cormac, were, they, you, were the tin hat brigade, out as well, were they? Yeah,
2: I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to mention names because I just I just don't want to give them the. But yeah, some done. well-known Irish patriots were were. Oh, well-known outside.
0: ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, which now.
2: One from Donny One who looks like Mr. Barnes when he was in that. Locked in the casino In the Simpsons With the shoe um, boxes on No With yeah. the, the
0: the tissue boxes On his feet And yeah, the yeah. other
2: Who's now Been permanently banned From Twitter Perm- it, 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 is, that, is that really per-
0: Oh per- that's today Yeah permanently banned Yeah himself. Oh, right yeah. right. But it, it was inter-
2: It is interesting like, To wrap up quickly On this one, yeah. You know I think Archbishop German Martin himself Was actually there Speaking at The event Inside Coke Park So that's look, cool. What are your whether you're Catholic, whether it's practising lapsed, latent or whatever it might be, I, I think that pretty much put the nail in the coffin of using Catholicism as some sort of protest yesterday when the Archbishop is, is actually, you know, showing solidarity with you know, the Muslim community inside Grogue Park during this event.
0: I'd like to think so. Hopefully it's just not us being optimistic.
2: It shouldn't be something that's used uh, you know, as an
0: excuse. No, not at all. Not on this day. Cool.
2: Exactly thanks. Not. The last bit, just look a nice little bit of nostalgia for us. Well, unfortunately, not nice because Alan Parker, Parker, the film director, died. I don't know if you know Alan yeah. Parker, but, but he directed
1: The Commitments. The,
2: the Commitments. Mm. So it was trending last night on on Twitter. I know just a lot of people, you know, kind of uploading old photos of the the cast and you know a lot of people saying basically tweeting out it was the first film that kind of cast Dublin in a positive you know a positive light light at, at that time and I, I thought it was a good good trend in section i probably going rewatch the film to be honest this weekend because it's one of those films it is actually a cracker when you're sitting and watching it
1: that's the music in it that it makes yeah. it so rewatchable, and uh, then just the humour as well Um
2: yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic that, that was my Irish Twitter roundup this week Fargo, what about you? Did you have anything?
0: Yeah, just a quick one And it's one we see all the time But I think it was just, it's pretty prevalent this week um, The Emmy nominations came out oh. <laughs> Sean knows where I'm going with this But uh, the Emmy nominations came yeah. out and. um oh, uh, so I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a few Irish people got it. Um, people who um, I think are, are genuinely brilliant. Um, like Andrew Scott was, was Emmy nominated. I love Andrew Scott. Whether it's Fleabag uh, or it's Sherlock. Or in this case, he's nominated for Black Mirror, oddly enough. Um, which I think was, even though he's brilliant in it um, compared to his other roles, it's just surprising that's what he got the Emmy nomination for. Um, and then, of course, um, uh, Paul uh, Maskell also got uh, nominated for his role in Normal People. Um, again, it's the fellow from the curry ad. Is it curry or no ham? Oh, no, it was Denny. Yeah, it's Denny, yeah, Denny Ham, wasn't it? Yeah. No, Denny
1: Sausages. The sausages, was it? That oh, it was something like that, yeah. yeah
0: well, it obviously, it wasn't that memorable of a performance. But
1: <laughs> I thought he was very, was he was very good ad.
0: in that ad. It was really good. Well, listen, he's gotten the Emmy for <laughs> normal people and not the, ha- the ad about the sausages ads. Okay? I'm going
1: to Bali. Bali Harness. Harness. Hornest.
0: <laughs> Great. Well. Um, Of course, uh, when Emily nominations came out, it was uh, being reported by um, UK publications The Guardian The Guardian and and The Daily Mail Yeah, of course The Daily Mail um, That um, basically called Paul and Andrew British Um, So he basically lumped them in, you know, uh, I I think the exact um, blurb went uh, from The Guardian Uh, There was a strong showing for British talent including Paul Meskell uh, nominated for Normal People um, and then it goes like Dave Patel for Modern Love, Andrew Scott for Black Mirror and Matthew McFadden for Succession. Now Matthew sounds like he should be Irish but he's not um, I think he it might be American but, uh, but yeah so the, the point is um, I saw Nicola Coughlin um, who we've mentioned on the podcast before um, from Derry Girls, she's great on Twitter um, now it's, it was reported by a bunch of people but I follow Nicola so I saw it on her account um, so why is, this ha- why is this still happening in twenty twenty? Just stop calling Irish people British. There's no excuse. Uh, Sean, I know we talked about this earlier. I think it's intentional <laughs> from these these papers. They're getting hits. They're getting likes. I think
1: it's because it's like the shows are made in England, so sort they're of, going to go oh British.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get like if it's on if it's an Irish if the show based the like Derry Girls is a British show and that it's made by a British um, production company. So is Father Ted. Yeah, exactly. So by saying by nominating that for best British show, fair enough. But the individuals who work on it, uh, you yeah. can't call them British if they're from some. It's no different if they're from the States or Australia or something. Yeah. Of course, there's greater context when this you call the Irish British. But um, saw some great responses to it and some weird rabbit holes as well. Um, the the weirdest thing about it, and this is something I hear a lot, and, and it's always confused me. Uh, people saying like oh yeah yeah it's the same as Andy Murray he's Scottish when he's losing and British when he's winning to which uh, a lot of people kind of responded to those uh, to that excuse with well actually even though Andy Murray is Scottish he is also British whereas Paul and Andrew are not also British they're just Irish you know so it's not
1: really a thing do you think like it might be just like if if you think about it like we talk loads of like english or british players for our republic of ireland football team and called them irish maybe just getting us back for that you think I you think think think. they want john water's back yeah, <laughs> maybe possibly yeah
2: like, yeah yeah, yeah. Th- they can have like i mean you know they can take back with like, the likes of andy townsend and that like they're all retired now so may as well have them back
0: yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah true or mark larency yeah but no i
2: you, you could be onto to something there I, I, su- I suspect it probably is I, Fergal, I never actually thought of that before I suspect it Probably is a little a bit more devious than We're giving it credit for I'd say there are guys sitting there going If we put this out as Britain's Paul Mescal Or whatever Paul We Miescal. might get
0: a lot more hits
1: Am I pronouncing it wrong? Is it... No, I'm just saying what way the British would What way an English fellow would pronounce it Paul uh, Mescal yeah.
0: Mescal Yeah um, yeah. yeah, but I, yeah, Mac, I, I just don't, as Nicholas said, there's no real excuse for it now And, you know, it, it, you know, I assume they do the research when they, they think someone's American Or they think they're Canadian, or they think they're Australian, or whatever it is, you know um, so. They've done
2: it, with they now look, they, they're welcome to him, they can have him But they've done it with Conor McGregor as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please but, take him <laughs> but, but,
2: but do you know where I'm coming from? Even though, yeah, we're kind of saying, look, they're, they're welcome yeah. like, that guy was probably the most well-known sports star in the world mm-hmm. for maybe two or three years. How they managed to even attempt to claim him yeah, yeah.
0: was beyond me. It's it's gas. And I, I find the Andy Murray thing, that comparison, even though it's a funny one, that, because, yeah, it's it's a weird comparison to make because Andy is British. You know, whether, you know, I mean, his personal politics aside, like, you know, at the end of the day, he is. But... Um, but again it, it's it's people on the same side having an argument which I think is just indicative of, of the left side of politics I'm left myself but I, I think one reason why the right does so well at times is that they're just all on the same page um, <laughs> you know, for the most part you know um, but oh, yeah, the left is like, like you're not on, left enough on message exactly yeah whereas this is like yeah listen we're all saying the, Brit, the, the, the Brits calling Irish people British is bad but you're not saying it in a way that I agree with you know uh, I I do find that yeah. funny. Um, if
2: he identifies as as British, you see that. That's the other. You know, <laughs> that's it.
0: But uh, I saw a few other good responses. You know, um, uh, I did see someone kind of someone tried to respond, um, but what well, I think what they thought was a genuine question, and maybe they're trying to be reasonable, but. Um, Lucy Brennan uh, replied with um, to Nicola, uh, "I totally agree, uh, but just wondering if they could be uh, excused on the technicality that Ireland is geographically part of the British Isles, in brackets, though obviously not the UK, in brackets." Um, I mean, I know, I know, we don't generally call Irish people British, okay, Lucy? Uh, but for valid political and historical reasons, but um, to which someone just replied, "Nope." and she replied to her fair enough (laughs) (laughs) which i think is pretty as amicable as twitter gets has lucy since deleted her account no but i tell you what i I had a few tweets lined up for this and a lot a few of them have been deleted since um a few people who made the andy murray claim have deleted their tweets as well so obviously they're getting a, a bit of hassle um about that um yeah, I, I, I it, it, it's a weird one. I, I just loved it. Nope, and fair enough. Um, also, you I know, say, I think he tweeted himself though, didn't he? And he just like tweeted
2: like out one, like one sentence, just saying, "I'm Irish."
0: That's it. Full stop. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, to I'm which, to which, brilliantly, um, the new Dublin mayor Hazel Chu replied to that saying, "It's inverted commas and with a winky face at the end." But where are you really from? Um, yeah, which yeah, I think yeah, is an yeah. absolutely outstanding uh, reply from Hazel. Um, but uh, I didn't uh,
2: see that, but yeah, quite funny.
0: Yeah, she's great. Uh, I'll leave you with this one though. Um, uh, at Connor underscore Paul did reply to Nicola, um, um, saying, <laughs> it Drives me mad. We offered them Jedward as part of the deal to stop all this shite a few years back, but it still goes on. <laughs> <laughs> they she can said, have them although that was the, a good deal. the boys are right, living with Tara Reid or something in the States aren't they is that a thing yeah I think so are they <laughs> yeah not joking Mac um, uh, during um, during COVID uh, during lockdown they somehow bizarrely got stuck in quarantine with Tara Reid Of American Pie I
2: fame. couldn't think I, I couldn't think of I don't know enough about I know. Apparently she's a bit mad, isn't she Tara Reid? but I, I can't think of two worse characters. to one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they always come as a package. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. So uh, let's take a look at anything else on Twitter that's been catching your eye this week. Just Twitter in general, um, Sean. What have you been looking at?
1: Um, quite lighthearted again this week, but kind of starting off with something that's rather disappointing. Um,
0: lighthearted and disappointing, Sean. It's yeah, quite the well, quite the cocktail. I said
1: like you know not not, not, in any, uh, not moving away from politics. Um, I'm into the realms of shopping and okay <laughs> there was lots of twitters uh, or a lot of, a lot of tweets about Argus and um, Argus oh, yeah. announced that it will stop printing its catalogue after almost 50 years uh, which was you know tremendously disappointing um, I know for me like yeah it's just it just wouldn't be the same just logging on like online to look up what's an Argus or something sort of, sort of satisfying about like actually having the Argus catalog in front of you and flicking through the papers yeah I, I think everybody could probably identify with Christmas time and uh, I saw a page up with like you know, Game Boys and Super Nintendos from you know 1994 and I was just trying to think to myself yeah that's that's exactly what we were all buzzing we were buzzing to get to the back the Argus catalog book to look at those um there was, you know, there was some kind of funny tweets that looked back at the Argus catalogue through the years. Um, it showed a pa- uh, there was a page for fitness equipment back in nineteen eighty one, where they had and Hughes and Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, modelling. Wow, uh, that was in the Argus catalogue. Um, then other people were kind of listing funny things to find find out this one guy was saying he had a lot of fun going through his original 1973 Argus catalogue and his favourite find was an old Olivetti counting or listing machine for forty one pound and ninety p, and that was about five hundred and ten pounds in, in today's money. He said that was the closest thing that they had to a computer during during that time. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's the Argus catalog. Um, yeah, I, I just yeah, I just I, think it's I mean, a tradition it's, that they shouldn't really give up. But what do you think, Matt? Yeah,
2: it, it, well, it was kind of when I when I looked at it, I was very disappointed because I used to remember just this big lump of a book and you'd I'd sit like circling Playstation 1 or Playstation 2 games in it and randomly leaving it open around the house you know <laughs> so, it, so my parents would find it but then invariably I'd end up getting um, the like chipped Playstation 2 versions of oh my of god chipped game. games so yeah. like for anyone that doesn't know there's a there's an area on the border here beside us called Jonesborough <laughs> And it was a very well known famous kind of legal slash illegal um, mar- street market And it used to sell what was called chipped PlayStation 2 games So I would I would always end up getting the chipped version But it didn't matter to me because I was getting the game either way But I don't know if you guys <laughs> remember that sort of stuff
0: Oh my god I completely forgot about chipped computer games yeah, um, yeah. Going, going back to the arguments, way I did, I did see that you know um, Irish comedian and actress um, Ashley B um, did kind of tweet out. Um, uh, One of my favourite childhood books is going out of print. I'll never forget how I used to read it out loud to my mother before bedtime as she tucked me in. Um, I think we can all relate to that a little bit. As yeah. Mac, as you were saying, you kind of used to leave it around the house, open, trying to give hints. Um, yeah, I was in Argus recently. I had to pick something up, and it's it's showing you right. It's it's not the same. Yeah,
1: and there's something gratifying about you know putting in your three num- numbers and then four more numbers. And
0: yeah, are they going to discontinue the Argus pencils?
1: Oh, I used to love them on it They're so handy. Yeah, even
0: for like a building, you know. You know, yeah. not that I'm anywhere. You know, like, sorry, do I'm you do, sure builders will miss you, it.
2: Do you do something that me and Sean don't know about for a living because I can't imagine you building like a wall or anything like that.
0: No, it's very much like that scene from Zoolander <laughs> where he <we> walks <laughs> through the mine. Yeah.
2: Exactly, yeah, that's pretty much what I envisage.
1: Um, moving away from the Argus catalogue. And I know I shouldn't mention the name, but it, it, it came up on tweets today about um, Donald Trump uh, says he plans to ban TikTok from the US. And a lot of people are now thinking that he wants to ban TikTok specifically, probably not only because it was believed that uh, loads of teenagers use TikTok to book tickets to one of his rallies and then not show up um, yeah. but also because they think that uh, he saw Sarah Cooper uh, mocking him on the TikTok platform uh, and people are now kind of thinking maybe this is what's driving them to really go after TikTok um, I don't know it, it, like her thing uh, her things are fantastic just the way she puts all the uh to, like our emotions during it and all of all of that. Um,
2: I think that definitely has peed them off. Okay, um, but the bit I found the most interesting about it was when they were book when they were booking the tickets to the rallies and and not showing up.
1: That you think that was so that was the key.
2: Well, I don't know if it was the key. I just think that was the most ingenious way of social media. You know, what use that I've seen in a long time.
0: Sarah Cooper, ah, she's brilliant. Um, I think. So, like, I think we mentioned in the last podcast as well. Yeah. Um, and all she does is just put his. It's just putting his words in someone else's mouth, and I just think how yeah. absolutely bananas yeah.
1: it It is. It, it looks like it looks really, really good. Um, and then finally, then last week goes on about um, his press secretary. And one of the reporters kind of saying, "Oh, okay, you will not engage." You now it sounded like, "Okay, you're a lying bitch." And uh, this week, what's been doing the rounds is a new one. It's called Green Needle Brainstorm. Have you heard about this, cormac No. Um, no. Basically, I'll, I'll play for you now, um, and and see if uh, you're able to say it. it's it's a an image a TikTok image of a girl and she says you will only hear the word you're reading and then she points to one word, one, the Green Needle phrase and then the Brainstorms uh, phrase and whatever one you read is the one that you hear Right What did you hear?
2: I, I thought I heard something about Needle
1: Yeah I heard Green Needle too but yeah. then if you, if you read the other one then if you just take Brainstorm you'll hear Brainstorm Right. Oh my god. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. The two things. So
0: yeah. I just thought brainstorm before you played it. Yeah. And then really, really clearly. And know if I played
1: the it just so,
0: so I'm just. Okay, I'm going to. So I'm now thinking Green Needle. Green Needle. Ah, oh, stop. Stop it, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> Is that out?
1: I'm leaving, <laughs> but uh, that's been doing the rounds. Ricky Gervais retweeted that, and uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a whole new genre now like that, that whole like blue and gold dress. I think this has pipped it.
2: Uh, oh, yes, I have actually just I was looking off screen there, I have seen a few more of these doing the rounds, I wasn't really sure what they were, but. Now that I do know, I'll I'll have to have a look through yeah. some of them.
1: That one in particular is believed to be from a Ben Ten toy, and um, yeah, and for some reason you hear those two things, but that's it's really freaky.
0: Just from a Ben a
1: Ben Ten toy, just yeah, like a normal. that's what I heard. It was from a Ben Ten toy that used to speak. That's brilliant. Yeah, but anyway, that's me on on general Twitter. Cormac, will you be lining up for yourself?
2: Well, I mean, there is a real lack of sports going on at the moment because everything's pretty much over, and the yeah. Olympics, as you know, was cancelled. But um, I seen trending yesterday morning. The Newcastle Saudi Arabia deal is off. Did you anybody see that? I did not see that. Um, no. Saudi Arabia public investment fund, which is the name of it, it's basically run by the Saudi Arabian Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. They were attempting to buy Newcastle, but they came under huge pressure. Mostly, actually, over Twitter is where most of it began. Over human rights abuses and you know, kind of the suppression of women and and other other things in Saudi Arabia. So, a lot of journalists got onto it on Twitter about how you know this happened morally. The the game is gone. That kind of thing. So they've now they've now pulled out of this deal. But it'd be interesting to know really why they pulled out. Was it a case of they just didn't think that the deal was financially viable due to the pandemic? that's basically what they're saying, or was it because of the moral pressure that's come on from from many journalists and human rights organizations? i I, I don't know you, It it goes back to the similar thing as well last week with the financial fair play from from Manchester City. You know, where is the money coming from kind of of issue? Miguel Delaney who's a well-known sports journalist has been tweeting about this a lot and he's basically tweeted out that as hilarious as it is this turn of events seems to be the lesser of two evils for, for Newcastle even though their own owner Mike Ashley wouldn't be known for his great treatment of staff or workers yeah. but those guys in the Premier League would have been I, I, I think it would have made a mockery of of, of the whole thing If they had been allowed to buy Newcastle
0: Yeah I know Miguel's been quite um, Passionate about it He's an Irish Spanish um, yeah. lad um, I think one parent's Irish one's Spanish But um, yeah I follow him on Twitter he's, 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 he's He is very good He gets a lot of stick weirdly enough for this stuff He does um,
2: yeah I, uh, City fans have come after him In a big way in the last number of years And Newcastle fans were already starting to come after him Yeah o- Over this I mean I don't know what he's supposed to do as a journalist. Like, yeah, he's a he's a sports journalist. Don't get me wrong, but he is a journalist at the same time, and you know, he it's his duty to follow these things.
0: I I know city fans who absolutely gloss over that fact.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. De- definitely. Um. But just moving on quickly from that because we talk about that all day. The greatest league in the world was back last night. Um. Play. We <laughs> Dundalk were playing. Unfortunately, we drew one-one, but Patrick Holden did score his one hundred Dundalk goal, which is nice to watch. It's on all, all those games will be on RT well, I, I on saw
0: RT. a car with his his name on the side of it yesterday.
2: Yeah, it's one That's of so the motor rich. dealerships in town. Has yeah, his
0: name one of the dealerships in town um, sponsors him, and just and <laughs> big big writing on the side of the car. Really embarrassingly, like. The, uh, the <laughs> yeah. It's like Jesus
2: Christ. Uh, like what I love about this town is that it's 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 small as such, but it is like a, quite a large town. but even though it's a large town, it's still too small like to have your face plastered. On the side of a car, right. like there's no, really there's, no way, there's no way he can avoid that. And maybe he doesn't care. He probably doesn't. Well, if I was
1: getting a free car, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, um, I'd actually love it. Love it.
0: What, what, what would your nickname be? Huh? What would your nickname be on the car?
1: Um, careful gambler. driver. Just,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor Sean. Careful <laughs> yeah.
1: driver. Careful yeah. driver.
2: Amber gambler. Amber gambler. <laughs> Danger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Robbie Benson scored the equaliser. Uh, Robbie Benson of Dundalk for many years, actually, about a minute after Dundalk scored, uh, he scored the equaliser for Pats, and Dundalk were very lucky to actually not lose the game. But here's one Fergal, that you might uh, you might get a laugh out of in the in the I think it was actually in the Shannon today. This was the big debate in the Shannon today. Um, do you remember a while back that the uh, the Leinster schools final was cancelled in in rugby It was a big, it was kind of a big deal Oh yeah Well, the, Richard Chambers tweeted out Green party senator tells the Shannon he wants the Leinster Senior Schools Cup in rugby to be played So senator Vincent P. Martin gave up and gave a big spiel today in in Shannon basically That, you know, this game should be played um, all these young lads have missed out on the oh, give me a break. The biggest day of their lives, that that kind of thing. And uh, uh, Richard Timbers, actually, he he tagged Russell Carroll Kelly in it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see when it does come back as to what you know what kind of comes back out of that. But I, I don't know
0: where to be going with these things. Talk about trying to use your power to just get what you like played. You know the kind of way. Um, I've always the, said like if you're going to campaign that for that stuff, be campaign for it all, you know.
2: But it goes back to what we were saying earlier on in the very beginning, Sean's first point. It's the, it's the parish pump politics. Like,
0: yeah.
2: It's a guy from that area, you know, one of the areas involved, one of the teams involved wanting this game played. Yeah. You know, um, and lads as, 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 someone who,
0: as someone who's played in a Leinster schools final um, you know oh, wow wow
2: just Sean did you <laughs> did you see how he, he managed to get that in and even I don't want it to be played I was act- I'd actually tried to move swiftly on because I knew <laughs> yeah. it was coming
1: but, uh, <laughs> what I was actually reading that they were saying about rugby and about how things are going to go forward with rugby they were saying that like, like all amateur clubs will have to forget about the scrum um, yeah I, oh really yeah I, I,
0: oh.
2: I don't know how they're gonna
0: do it i see that but i also see just i mean it's not is it that far off tackling in general in rugby you know what i mean uh, scrum, yeah like I, I know it's a lot of hot air and breathing in there and maybe because yeah. it's, it's a confined.
1: you kind of like, create a confined space maybe see like i suppose a tackle on a on a on a rock then it's probably there's not so many people involved it's quick i don't know
0: in a rock there might be not as many obviously you're not gonna
1: get the scrum so would it be instead of a scrum touch and go i don't know
0: could be like um they could do it um no i'd say it, it, if they do it they'll probably do it in the same fashion as when there's been a sending off in the pack right and they do like a a, a no um a no push scrum essentially
1: but still that lot of people kind of on top of each other wouldn't it that's what I guess to. we're not exerting as much effort, though. Maybe, possibly, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I don't know, it's a good point. No, it's it's a,
2: it's a good point. Yeah. It's going to be a nightmare to sort out. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'll just change it to. Could they do line outs for that? I don't
0: know. I'd say they'll change it. They'll
1: have to do some, I don't some see, sort of rule change. i don't
0: see a, a, tap, and go t- a tap and go penalties instead. See,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's, probably that's the best. that's the penalty. thing, I like I was saying earlier on. It's, it's, it's not so much. Getting back to the thing it's the technicalities of all these little yeah, small yeah, things. Um,
2: well, we're going to find out soon. It's not so much amateur level. You know, the rugby season's due to re- the Pro Fourteen's due to restart next month. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're going yeah, to find out fairly soon what are going to I do. I think it. they
1: said that in the professional game, they'll still have the scrum. So.
2: Yeah, well, you'd like to think that it was consistent the whole way through, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Very good. Um, moving swiftly on from the sports, I just, look, I have two light, well, will call them light entertainment tweets myself. <laughs> um, did you see the Trump crazy doctor stuff on
0: Twitter? The crazy doctor stuff?
2: Okay, so Trump uh, um, has now started kind of following and promoting this, this doctor. <laughs> um, well, I use the term doctor loosely, but um, this doctor... Also has some pretty crazy views on, you know, uh, alien DNA being mixed with human beings, and <laughs> Cormac. You know, like, like it sounds like
0: this doctor's on par with the likes of other doctors such as Doom and Octopus. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. So uh, he tweeted out like during the week, you know, it was was Jeffrey. You know, famous actor Jeffrey Rice. Um, he, he was he was tweeting out, you know, quotes that Trump had used during the week. He said. Trump basically said, I thought her voice was an important voice, but I know nothing about her. You know, and so that's basically the way, as you know, Trump goes on. But this, this lady is called Dr. Stella Emanuel. And I'm going to try and play a clip for you, as so you, might, you might be able to hear it. So, are you ready? This has gotten to the fact that they
3: have children that are being born, this transhumanism right now. And they are believing that
2: in 50 years in this nation, human beings are going to be different. That is why the Bible says we
1: can't hear maybe mark. if you just tell us the yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, tell us what it is, I'll Yeah, I'll edit it. No, 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 no oh, back. Back. I'll, I'll, I'll use all kinds of DNA, even
1: alien
0: DNA, to treat people.
2: Obviously, I'll just give you a quick.
0: It started as if we have her lips.
2: I'll give you a quick rundown as well of what she has because a couple of people have
3: been kind enough to.
2: And Parents, look at and the toys. You
3: couldn't mm. and
0: and 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 even do toys. this. So, what you're no, saying there is man. this, this, you this,
2: know, demons.
0: Oh, what do you think? Or whatever, whatever. Yeah, suits. No, I will, yeah. When children so, were I growing mean, up, they had it. the egg ball that was a psychic. It was a witch yeah. that started it's that egg ball. A, uh, Mattel took it and made it into
2: a toy. Children were playing with it, people were bullied for their children. The egg ball was a psychic. When you call it, when you wiggle it, it will, you ask a question, and it will tell you.
1: Was that the same there? Was it? Yeah. Saying that this woman is a great doctor says that masks don't and doctors make medicine using DNA from uh, aliens.
0: There's way too much stuff, to, there's so much stuff to and there. that
1: is mind blowing.
2: Um, number five, the magic eight-ball toy is psychic and part of a scheme to get children to use witchcraft. Um, here's the one Donald <laughs> likes. Hydroxychloroquine cures COVID-19. Uh, number seven, the Illuminati—we all know them—has a plan. Has a plan which is hatched also by a witch to destroy the world using abortion, gay marriage, and those McDonald's children's toys. Harry Potter and Wizards of Waverly Place, of all of all people. A part of a scheme to introduce children to spirits and witches. Um, number, te- number nine, sorry, schools teach children to meditate so they can meet demons. There you go. Number ten, gay marriage will lead adults to, will lead, you know, to adults marrying children. Number eleven, children need to be whipped. <laughs> and number twelve, Jesus Christ himself will come back to destroy Facebook servers if our videos are not restored. So, um, out Twitter. I, I, I,
0: I, that's all unreasonable stuff, except for children need to be whipped, obviously. Um, how dare she attack? Well, yes. How dare she attack Pokemon? I'm furious. Well,
2: I mean, you know, there's many of many things in there you could talk all day about, but this is the lady that will, according to Donald, be one of the leading voices in his fight against, you know. I love that he
0: I love that he's done this so close to an election as well. Holy Christ. And
2: as we are aware, he's a very stable genius.
0: The most stable he's genius. The
1: most stable genius time. in the whole uh, world. I
2: don't know if I have time to mention Dundalk was Let's Do trending, a quick one, go on. Dundalk was trending Fergo during the during the week and I thought maybe it was our town, but it turned out to be Dundalk in Baltimore. I saw this <laughs> in the US. That's yeah, so good. Uh, I believe I sent you the video, but um, did you see the one that uh, 90s WWE mocked up of this girl Fergus?
0: Yeah, so for anyone who hasn't seen the video, it's um, a, a young woman who is on a first or second floor balcony, Mac? I'm not you sure, one, one or I the other. Could be first. I think it's first, and there is a old, oh, is it a bed? Or like a it table?
2: like uh, and Bubba Ray Dudley have set up a table. Outside, I I I've sent yeah. I don't know if Sean has seen it, but I've sent the video to him for his view and pleasure.
0: And I don't know what her intentions were, whether she was going to jump off the balcony and land safely onto said table. Um I don't know. Uh but she goes right through that thing.
1: It's like it's it's on the Like she goes knee, right yeah. through it. Yeah, it does I mean, not
0: it doesn't even <laughs> buckle for a second, it isn't right through.
1: Yeah, I'll just play the video and yeah, it's, it's kind of like a table oh, with a, a mattress yeah. on
0: top. And, and Cormac, I know you showed me that the, the brilliant um, Twitter account, 90s WWE, made a version of it with, I think, with, uh, with legendary commentator Jim Ross.
1: <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the reason I came across it was actually Jerry Malone... Live at Oriel Twitter account also of tackling John Waters and Demi Doherty fame on the beach in Black Rock. Tweeted out, just for everybody, this is Dundalk near Baltimore, USA, named after Dundalk, Ireland.
0: And I thought that was spectacular. Wonderful. Um, I know myself this week I'm going to keep it pretty short, because uh, to be honest I didn't get much. But um, something that I'd follow during the week was... Um, uh, Basically, uh, Vice, uh, that kind of news, news outlet, entertainment outlet. Um, That's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's news of sort. Um, Retweeted a wonderful bodybuilder fitness expert called Tracy Kiss. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that's not her real name, but uh, Tracy Kiss, uh, and this is, uh, and I'm going to go on to another outlet called another news outlet called Boing Boing. Stated, um, state that Tracy Kiss calls herself a natural vegan bodybuilder. Okay. Which is confusing because semen is definitely derived from animals. Now what they're saying, now the reason why they're saying that is Tracy is telling, uh, or is, has been preaching a lot of people on YouTube and on Twitter, that she uses semen as a, a protein supplement uh, during her workouts uh, and also during her beauty regimes as well. Uh, so Tracy likes to add uh, semen that has been dropped off by her boyfriend okay. uh, into her smoothies, her yogurts, um, other recipes. Uh, she also likes to um, rub it on her face.
2: Wow! I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not really particularly sure where to go with with that one. I, I wonder how she discovered it. This kind of. <laughs> well, I be digging. Uh, yeah, you think I maybe mean, her boyfriend told her that this was a good
0: I don't know, I mean how much oral sex do you have to have to think you're starting to look younger um, yeah. she also freezes it in ice cubes and what? I don't, I put it in a margarita, I don't know no. <laughs> I assume she blends it actually if she's blending smoothies you, you wouldn't use ice cubes for that so I assume that's what that's her.
2: I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I actually have heard about this before in other areas, but I don't think yeah. it's that girl That I heard of. Why do I get the feeling I've seen something about somebody? Was there not too long ago somebody was injecting semen into their was it their their spine for like a?
0: That sounds vaguely familiar. Was
2: it like a bad back, and then they had to be rushed? off? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but this account this news um, online news account called Boing Boing um, I mean name aside I'm hoping the record will, but anyway they say that uh, Tracy Kiss calls herself a natural vegan bodybuilder which is confusing because semen is definitely derived from animals but Kiss insists it's also an essential multi- multivitamin that helps her keep in shape and perhaps most crucially boost her immune system to prevent infection by the novel coronavirus
2: oh
0: right okay um, the Sun, uh, the, again, another reputable news source, The Sun um, also kind of put out from an interview with her saying that the personal trainer uh, has also been putting the product on her skin, which she dubs Nature's multivitamin uh, as part of her healthcare routine for more than three years. She's been rubbing, rubbing spunk on her face for three years. God, she exciting. reckons it's packed with vitamin C, calcium, and magnesium. So it's urging people to use semen to keep healthy during the pandemic. Cormac I know you're a big man for using moisturizers and um, different uh, beauty products yourself, um, will you, do you see yourself using this?
2: I'll tell you what, I'll have a review ready
0: for next week. <laughs>
2: if, if, you, if you want.
0: If I, oh yeah, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll I'll have to weigh that up, yeah. but yeah, there's a few, she's been, like, a few outlets on, on Twitter have finally been posting about her saying, you know, semen, you know, she makes semen smoothies to beat coronavirus, that is a headline it's, from uh, latest LY that's their um, Twitter account.
2: Sounds like something Novak Djokovic would be, <laughs> would be trying, we've spoken about Novak before, and his crazy old coronavirus claims.
0: Yeah. I love it, I did, she even has recipe videos up which is just...
2: But do you you think, do you not think maybe now that this is like, you know there's a group of friends somewhere going Oh god, it's three years later, like we can't tell her now that we were making it all up
0: I'm just wondering if someone like using sperm in their videos, does that not go against some sort of YouTube content? Guideline, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if that was sperm used in any other context, would you know the videos be removed? Surely, uh, I don't know I do you see the
2: sperm in the videos. Oh, I it, have so many it, questions. Is it fluid or is it solid? Or I don't that's know. it, you
0: know, is it just ice? But yeah, it's funny enough that I first saw the story in Vice UK, but they've since pulled it, they've deleted their tweets about it, so I don't know what's going on. Um, maybe she was receiving too much abuse i don't know but yeah she claims um um semen can um cure coronavirus so um, there's a piece of information i bet you didn't think you'd go away with this week well it's, it's,
2: well, it's certainly eye-opening it's, just don't get it, it in your eye um, okay, this is it.
0: great Brilliant. <laughs> Okay, so um, for our last segment today, we're just going uh, to see if anything else on Twitter uh, caught your eye this week that you haven't got to talk about yet in the podcast. Um, Sean, is there anything else this week you saw that we didn't get to talk about?
1: Um, recently, during the week, I got the new uh, Fontaine's DC album.
0: Okay. Um, Did you get it on Twitter? I mean this is a it's a Twitter podcast. What's oh yeah, I know. Well, I'm I'm
1: getting on to that okay,
0: I,
2: okay, got
1: okay. To, I got I got I'm just trying it. I'm just to make sure we stay on Are
2: you trying to get some sort of free stuff again? You try no, it no. On?
1: no, I know, I I I'm I'm halfway through my bags of Kills popcorn. <laughs> Fontaine's D C brought to you by Kules. Yeah. Uh, Fontaines anyway, uh, released a new album. I was really happy listening to it. Um sounded good and then they saw a tweet up by uh, some newspaper article I can't remember what it was and they were kind of comparing Fontaines oh yes, to the Coronas and they were kind of saying that this is the new, new uh, Ireland's blur versus Oasis and I was just going oh no <laughs> the Coronas are not on the same like the Fontaines are a really cool independent uh, punk kind of post-punk kind of or different sounds
0: So that, that that came from the Irish Times Culture account didn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: I just I just could not see how they could make such a comparison that that is either like you know Blur and Oasis are, are really good but to put down Fontaine's on the level of the Coronas good. which I, I always think of the Coronas as I'm um, on a phone all alone type of, type of music
0: I, I think there's a few layers to this I think Um, I think this is wrong for a few reasons, Uh, this is just my opinion Blur and Oasis were two bands at the height of their powers globally when people were making those comparisons you know I'm not a big Oasis fan but like I respect they were a massive massive band globally. Blur, I love Blur, wildly talented massive band every you know like huge.
1: Also links into your Gorillaz fan
0: my gorillas, I love gorillas. I know, yeah. Yeah, I love gorillas. But, but the, the point is, like, it's such a, not only is it a weird comparison because Coronas are just such a bland, kind of weird little band that no one really listens to, yeah. and Fontaine CC are on, on the rise, like, and they're, they're starting to get known internationally. But it's just the fact that also neither band are nowhere near the level Blur
1: and Oasis were at, at, at during the comparisons. I do think fontaines could be a big thing.
0: Oh definitely, but it's a weird time to make that if if there was two world class Irish bands that were huge globally, then you can make a comparison like this. Yeah. But now it's like okay, two bands are only really known in a few countries. Crown is less so. Crone is known in a few countries. I just don't understand how you make the,
1: the fontaines a comparison to the
0: See, yeah, that's what I mean. So I think so it's just soft. I think it's layered. I, I think it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's weird in f- so many levels. It's like some Old or two,
1: you know. Doesn't really
0: understand well, me, yeah. while
2: you two have been bleeding away there, I've been doing some Googling and
0: Twitter- as to who Fontaine CC are.
2: I'm, I'm Twittering. <laughs> uh, no, I know who they are. I was, I wouldn't say forced to listen to the CD every morning when a friend of ours was giving us a lift to work. But uh, I didn't really get an option either. It's the
0: closest to a shout-out he's going um, to get in this.
2: Yeah, so uh, I went on to both respective bands' Twitter account here and... Uh, just currently, the Fontaines Fonda- DC, who do not have the blue tick or whatever you call it, uh, have 34.6k followers. Sean, that's a lot. While the Coronas, <clears throat> drum roll, have 112,000 and get out of it, town and have an official tick. So.
0: Have they had music on oh, American yeah, sure, of course. Have they had a, a music on an American TV show or something? So the know. Fontaines have a little bit of work to do, but I suspect that maybe some of those
2: followers might have come lately when the, uh, hmm. people were probably searching Twitter
0: for coronavirus. I remember x one had a, a little um, surge of success for a while because they were on a few American one yeah, of their on on songs. C, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. No, so, uh, I, I, well, I so class, a little bit of
0: work to
2: do, but I have no, listened I class, to the Fontaine's DC stuff and it's very, very
1: good Yeah, I just classed them as more of an independent type of label, than, otherwise Coronas are too mainstream for me you
0: They've always felt like a manufactured little band or something Well, yeah, one of them yeah. is, um, is it Mary Black's son? Oh, no way, really?
2: I think so, Danny, isn't that his name? I'd
0: love Danny. to see that collaboration to be fair
2: Danny, Danny, <laughs> Danny from the Coronas? No idea uh, I think that's as I just thought they were all called
0: Johnny Corona or something.
2: No, no, no. No, definitely not. So, uh, yeah. But I will get a listen to that album, I am sure. The new album, fairly
1: soon. Yeah, Hero's Death. Quite good. Uh,
0: yeah, it's a hero's death, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah,
1: Heroes Death, yeah.
0: And you're looking for sponsorship again, Sean?
1: Um, no, I, I just, um, I, I'm just pointing out how I can slip things in there. You know, little bits of... You know, food or music or whatever Whatever yeah. you want me to Just so you know um, Cormac, anything else uh,
0: uh, this week?
2: Unfortunately, no, at, at the moment I, I don't I'm just looking at the hashtag FA, FA Cup Final As it's trending at the moment and We are know.
0: recording this during a match Cormac really wants to watch
2: And I can tell you, even though <laughs> it will not make any difference when this goes out Because the match will, uh, will be over but after 13 minutes, Chelsea lead Arsenal one goal to nil. So, you know, well done Arsenal. And uh, doing it, in Arsenal, it seems.
0: We, yeah, we'll just say congrats now, really. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I, I saw on Twitter that really I just loved it for a few reasons was um, I, I was just looking up. I, had this one, I was just looking up the Explore section of Twitter and seeing what was trending in entertainment and stuff, and I noticed that um, apparently David Lynch, acclaimed uh, director David Lynch. An acclaimed um weird gentleman, David Lynch, has been posting daily weather reports from his basement in LA. Okay. Just really, really weird videos. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's so strange. Um and yet weirdly um captivating as well. Um What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play uh, one of them for you now. Um and just a a, a bit of kind of kind of uh I've forgotten how to speak, I'm gonna have to edit this. Um, and just a little uh, pretext to this, uh, you know, cause you can't see it, anyone if you're listening. David is in a, a very bleak looking um, basement with um, I think one or two windows, but not a lot of light coming through. looks a bit dusty. Uh, he's got his hair up in a fantastic hairstyle that's always in. Uh, and he's just holding a, a, an empty glass jar that's painted half black from the bottom up with a white line around it okay just holding the jar okay with a red cap on it
3: good morning um, it's July 29, 2020 Sean, it and it's a Wednesday for those of you we experiencing this day, yeah. weather report me, I audio weather? only yeah. I know can't I, I think so got see that more I'm
0: holding a jar uh, I can ask you at the end oh, I expect
3: to be. what <laughs> is the purpose ask of the this jar? why did I paint it this certain way here in LA at early morning clouds and fog rolled in but it's soon going to burn off very still right now around 57 degrees Fahrenheit, 14 reason, celsius. Shutter, the should be going out. up once again to the low 80s this uh, afternoon, no. No. Is, around it's so 27 snow. degrees celsius. So cool. And we should, All once this burns burn away, yeah. this gray burns away, we should be having a very beautiful day with blue skies and golden sunshine. Everyone,
0: I mean, why, why is he reporting the weather every day? Why is he holding an empty jar? Why is he doing it from his basement? I need answers. Yeah, different from the usual content we throw on the podcast. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw it in there. Um, but that's pretty much us for this week. Um, gentlemen, uh, anything else from this week that you are up to? Or uh, Cormac, actually, Cormac, I never asked you at the start. Have you made any weird purchases this week? Usually you're good for something odd. Well,
2: old. I was extremely insulted to think we were going to get an entire way through a podcast asking me, without asking me what I spent my money on. This week, Uh I bought myself some new aftershaves for them. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, that's where our government dollars are going, is
0: it?
2: Yeah, well, I keep mine in the fridge, because they should all be kept what? at a constant temperature. That sort of stuff, yep. You keep Three your aftershave? Year, what? No! Yeah, I have like a shelf in the fridge for them. So does another one or two of our friends. But uh It's Sean, sure, isn't it?
1: Them. It's not me, you know.
2: <laughs> uh, I bought um, it's Tom Ford Tobacco Vanilla. Is the name of it. So, just like our Sean, if anybody out there listening would like to send aftershaves for me to try,
0: go go for it. I'll make a podcast of it. <laughs> Excellent. I uh, just about you. Anything else from this week, or
1: no? I got a haircut. You did get a haircut. It's oh, nice. It Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I like it. Yeah. It's a bit yeah. different. So yeah. your head there. I'll just go from side to side so you can... He's got like um You've got like little flicky bits behind your ears. Yeah, flicky bits behind my ears. Yeah. It looks kind of very Steve McManaman, I, I think. Well, at least don't have the
0: accent and voice. But yeah. So yeah. Kind of Thank helps. God. Yeah. I thought he looked a bit like Mick Hucknall in a way. Yeah,
1: he did, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And less successful, Mick Huckmill.
2: I don't know. I don't know, like he's won two Champions Leagues. I think he's won two, yeah, and a couple of the leaguers. So, uh, you're right oh, there. Madrid, probably, yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, yeah, let's forget that. I don't know if Mick Huckmill
0: has won that sort of stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, listen, thanks for joining us this week, lads, uh, and thank you for uh, listening to us out there. Uh, we are available on most um, prevalent uh, podcast sites, including Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and of course, Spotify and Anchor.fm. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, we've been Tweets Ahead, and thanks for listening. All right. That is some listening.